Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the February 14th, 2024, 209th edition, always broadcasting from the Selmark Studios. Happy Valentine's Day and happy Ash Wednesday. Calling Daniel is in Studio West, and we're here with the About Mansfield news team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield News, talk, and information. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Atmos Energy explains why gas bills are so high. Big plans for Mansfield in a moment with the mayor. Filing deadline for school board and and council candidates draws near. In sports, which MISD teams are on a massive winning streak? And in the talk segment, Steve talks with local entrepreneurs Ray Pryor and Gerard Lemons about their kitchen combine restaurant. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. Hey there, it's Luke from Cool Hand Electric. Are you tired of dealing with plugs or lights that just won't cooperate? Well, don't fret. Give us a call. Worried about power outages or surges damaging your precious electronics? We've got you covered. Whether it's a whole house generator or surge protection, our solution-oriented Cool Hands are ready to tailor the perfect option that suits your needs and budget. At Cool Hand Electric, excellence is still cool. Cool Hand, Cool Hand, Cool Hand, where excellence is still Imagine a city where innovation knows no bounds, where dreams take flight, and the future unfolds before your very eyes. Welcome to Mansfield, a beacon of growth and a testament to vision. In the heart of Mansfield, a remarkable transformation is underway. But it's not just about the physical landscape. It's about the spirit that drives us forward. A spirit of collaboration that bridges cultures, a spirit of entrepreneurship that fuels prosperity, and a spirit of community that binds us as one. Mansfield is more than just a place. It's a canvas where diversity paints the picture of progress. From art festivals that ignite creativity to tech hubs that redefine boundaries, this city celebrates every voice, every passion. Mansfield, where growth knows no limits and the vision is limitless. Brought to you by the unstoppable spirit of the Mansfield Economic Development Corporation. Are you ready to take advantage of falling mortgage interest rates in the coming months? This is Roger with the Roger and Beth team. With housing demand predicted to increase across the DFW Metroplex, the Roger and Beth team are standing by to help move you and your family forward. No move in your future? That's okay too. It's time for your annual review of your real estate portfolio and we're happy to help. Contact us at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, I'm Della Sapp, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by the Grand View Event Center in Mansfield. If you've spent any time on social media lately, you certainly know that many fellow Mansfield residents are taking it on the chin with the latest bill from Atmos Energy. Atmos is the company that delivers natural gas to your home and has the monopoly on this in North Texas. Supply and demand on natural gas from winter storm Heather was the main reason bills skyrocketed. Atmos states that the storm was 78% colder than normal and 200% colder than last year, and the United States set a new single-day record for natural gas demand on Monday, January 15th. 
Atmos Energy has tools to further understand how your bill is calculated at atmosenergy.com slash your bill and even has a chart to compare this year's bill to other months. Atmos suggests making a few minor changes in your home to save on gas bills, such as lowering your thermostat to 68 degrees during the day and 58 degrees when you're away from home, lowering your water heater temperature to 120 degrees, reducing your shower time, and keeping your fireplace damper closed unless a fire is burning. Atmos has a long list of suggestions, including how to budget for large utility bills. To see the list, visit our website, aboutmansfield.com, and click on the Links tab. The Mansfield City Council held a regularly scheduled meeting on Monday evening. The following opinions of those of Michael Evans may not necessarily reflect those of the Mansfield City Council. We call this a moment with the mayor. Top of the morning, Michael Evans. Top of the morning to you, sir. It's good to be here today. First of all, okay, we have to tease the audience. All right. We have a big announcement at the end of a moment with the mayor. It's a blockbuster. It's a That's blockbuster. That's all I'm saying. It's a blockbuster. It's breaking news? It's breaking news. Let's start with awards. Uh, the public library. You know what? We have the finest library staff and also volunteers in the entire country. So listen, last night the uh, Mansfield Public Library received the Achievement of Excellence Award for the seventh consecutive year, and we recognize them at this meeting. Uh, this award recognizes that our library is a safe space where everyone can learn. And here's what's special. Our library is one of 84 out of 545 in the state of Texas to receive this award. So, hey, way to go to Yolanda Bortello and her team and also the team of volunteers. You guys keep up the great work. Absolutely. Shout out to Yoli. What is Government Communicators Day? Yeah, we proclaimed uh, February 24th as Government Communicators Day. Uh, this, This group is a group of people who really, they help to guide the message. You know, they keep our community members informed in regard to uh, um, vital information concerning their safety, concerning health matters. You think about it, if we don't have the transparency that is needed in regard to our communication staff, our public won't know what in the world is going on. As a matter of fact, this is a similar kind of venue right here with About Mansfield. We get the word out so that people know that as stakeholders, that um, we value their opinions and we want to make sure that they are informed on the goings on in our community. This is big news that do you uh, you have an update on Crystal Windows. Yeah, we do. Uh, we updated, as a matter of fact, of the contract of sale uh, for the land that is to be used by uh, the new Crystal Windows. Now, uh, they're not just coming to a Mansfield and just build or manufacture windows, this is going to be their regional headquarters. So this is very important. And this update actually just ensures that we can maximize uh, state grants and bring another industry leader to our community. And again, the reason why we want to bring uh, companies like this to our community is that it helps us to leverage any kind of dollars that we receive from them 
that will benefit the taxpayers of Mansfield, Texas. This kind of stuff helps us to not only lower taxes, but also to help finance our public safety, streets, and otherwise. Mm, bring them. <clears throat> <laughs> with, the, with the land swap with MISD means that uh, the city of Mansfield needs to find a new city hall, and that came up on the agenda. Yeah, you know, actually, uh, we, we are renters now. <laughs> you know, think about it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you know, uh, most folk I know who, who's my age, uh, they all at some point were renters. But uh, anyway, let me yes. get down to it. We approved the uh, $4.8 million professional services contract with the uh, uh, Park Hill uh, architectural firm for uh, the design and engineering services that's related to a uh, new uh, Mansfield City Hall. Now, here's what's important. Our goal is that the uh, new City Hall uh, creates a civic space that brings the community together. We're talking, again, like a, a, a town center Square. type complex, again, with a nice little reservoir running through there where you can have the nice swans. And and, and I always like to use the, the term swans. gondolas, you know. Yes. Yeah, you have the gondolas going through there. Again, I love the fact I'm just waiting on that guy who's going to be working that gondola and he'll be singing one of those Italian songs yeah. with a Texas twang. God. Man, I'm waiting to hear that. That's you know. a more Man or lady. Man this, or lady. That's <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, first reading, 214 homes. Yeah, you know, our, our council, we heard uh, the first reading. It's a pr- proposed uh, zoning change, that is, at uh, 1970 North Main Street for a single-family residential development uh, to build right at about 215 homes on uh, 32 acres. Uh, the developer and the uh, city's planning staff, they work together uh, to make sure that the proposed architecture uh, meets uh, the community standards. It's going to be a um, fully walkable uh, community, and uh, it, it'll have a, a southwest Western uh, flair where the porches and the homes will be brought closer to uh, the uh, sidewalks just to create that community feel. And uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, We've got another reading uh, that will take place, but all of this uh, conforms and fits the uh, new standards that we have uh, that match the Mansfield 2040 plan. So we're excited about that. I'm just going to lead you right into it, tee it up. You whack it down the fairway, the consent agenda. All right, let's do it. So in regard to the consent agenda, uh, council called for the uh, general election uh, to be held on May the 4th. And I want to encourage uh, people to uh, just do their civic duty, make sure that they are registered to vote. You've got a school board, you've got uh, a city council, you, all of these races are taking place. And again, we need to hear from the voters. And uh, again, we we just we just made it legal. So May the 4th is going to be when it'll take place. Uh, that was really the big thing in regard to the uh, uh, consent agenda. When you when you really think about it. Right. Uh, we talked uh, in, a, in a work session. We discussed the uh, downtown downtown uh, streetscape uh, redesign. And uh, you've heard. Of the years that I've had the opportunity to serve about what we're doing downtown, and you're starting to see a lot of that. But uh, the streetscape is going to really be uh, robust. We're actually uh, talking about uh, more greenery downtown. We're talking about uh, medians downtown. We're talking about, uh, you know, we even we even mentioned a roundabout uh, as as a central, <laughs> yeah, as as a central landmark in downtown Mansfield. Ooh. 
roundabout. Want, I'm telling you, we're wanting to slow it down, slow yeah. down, slow down the traffic, and also divert traffic around downtown so that uh, our downtown can be what uh, people call the there there, where folks say this is a destination. We've got them in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We yeah. have them in North Texas. And guess what? We want to be one of those named uh, downtowns where people go to, like Grapevine and Granberry, places like that. We want them to say, hey, we're going to Mansfield, Texas. Why are you going to Mansfield? Boy, they got some things happening <laughs> Because downtown. they have a traffic circle. Now, I'm telling you, you know, <laughs> m- maybe with the statue, you know, in the middle of it and and, and, and water spouting out the mouth of a fish or something. There I don't you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, <laughs> but we really are serious about the downtown sc- streetscape uh, in, in, our, in our downtown. Let's. Let's get to the big news before we get too silly. Let's get <laughs> to the big news now. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know that uh, we will soon be breaking ground on a multi-use stadium. And I'm talking about a professional stadium. Now we get to talk about who some of those partners will be in, in us making that happen. So, mm-hmm. we're teaming up with a group called Rev Sports Management and FC Dallas for our upcoming multi-use stadium. Now, Rev, what is that? Rev, not as in reverend, but I am that, but, but it's not. Not me. Rev is reimagining events and venues and Rangers events. So when I say Rangers, I'm talking about Texas Rangers. Yeah. The so World Series. The champions. World Series champion Texas Rangers. So so we're going to be partnering with their management group and with FC Dallas in order to provide programming. So let me tell you what that means. What does that mean? This partnership is going to ensure that when this facility opens in 2026, mind you, in 2026, it will deliver all-star level of sports entertainment. Now, what does that mean? Well, FC Dallas is going to assist in the stadium's design and will also lead efforts to program all kind of sports programming to include not only youth soccer, but, oh, I can hear the cowbells ringing, but Mm. also a rodeo. We're talking about rodeos in this sports facility and international tournaments. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, this is supposed to open, slated to open around the time when we're going to have World Cup soccer in our area. We're talking about nine Super Bowls and Mansfield will hopefully benefit from all of that. And guess what? There is more to come. There is more to come in this particular uh let, let, let me say in this communication cycle of ours, this yeah. uh, information cycle. So you're going to hear more about it, but we are really, we're, we're pumped for this because this is what we believe Mansfield deserves. We really do. And, you, and this is part of, you mentioned in the, the second uh, agenda item, the Government Communicators Day. This is exactly what you're doing is bringing communication from the municipality to the people via this podcast. Well, well, without a doubt. I mean, th- that's what this is all about. And you know what? We have a, a, another a big teammate, you know, on this project, and it happens to be those people who have uh, voted. This project would not be possible without the voters saying yes in last year's election to actually expand the use of our sales tax dollars. So, you know, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. It's an exciting time uh, to live in Mansfield. And then it's also, it can be a scary time for some folks, you know, when you really think about it. I mean, you've got all of this happening, uh, but 
It is all so that the folks in our town can have remarkable experiences and so that people can come to Mansfield, drop off their dollars, help us in regard to raising funds for sales tax and otherwise, so that we can make sure that Mansfield is the safest place in the country. And it is a place where we can grow our children and we can have a great life together. That's what this is all about. And listen, a lot of credit is owed. Not only to those who vote, but to the six people I get to sit on that day house with that are the city council. It's a it's something we do together. And we're a team of eight when you count Joe Smolinski and uh, his entire group. It really is. That is Mayor Michael Evans. We call this a moment with the mayor. We do this every two weeks when uh, when the council meets. And uh, Michael, go forth and have a great day. You do the same. And to all the listeners, thank you all for your support. We've turned the last curve, and now we're heading for the home stretch for candidates to file for three city council seats and two school board positions. Little has changed since last week's episode, with the exception of one council race. Former school administrator Ann Wadek has filed to run against Brett Newsom. Otherwise, incumbent Julie Short is still running unopposed, as well as place four candidate Juan Fresquez. Councilman Casey Lewis currently holds place four and has yet to file. Over on the school board side, nothing has changed in the past week. Incumbents Michelle Newsom will find herself on the ballot against former school principal Matthew Herzberg, while incumbent Desiree Thomas will go head-to-head against UTA professor Dr. Jandale Crutchfield and TCC professor Dr. Angel Hidalgo. Anything can happen between now and the 5 p.m. Friday deadline to file, so keep an eye on our Facebook page for updates. Coming up, it's the hottest of the hot in MISD. We'll talk about it because sports is next. Are you ready to create unforgettable memories? Picture this, an enchanting event venue nestled amidst breathtaking landscapes with panoramic views right here in Mansfield. The Grandview Event Center is the perfect setting to bring your vision to life. From intimate gatherings to large-scale extravaganzas, The Grand View has flexible spaces to accommodate any occasion, be it a graduation or school function, art exhibition, or birthday or anniversary party. Book your next unforgettable experience at thegrandviewmansfield.com. That's thegrandviewmansfield.com. The Grand View Event Center, where memories are made and dreams become reality. Book your event today. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. Since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. Wealth building made simple. In sports, your Mansfield Lady Tiger varsity soccer team is basking in the glory of a resounding victory against Dallas Skyline Friday night in Dallas. At the sound of the final whistle, the girls left the pitch with a commanding score of 10-0. 
showcasing the exceptional talent of sophomore Kenzie Kaufman, who netted an impressive four goals. Knocking in a pair of goals each were junior Cameron Bird and sophomore Mia Montalongo. The Lady Tigers have scored 16 unanswered goals in their last two games and take on Legacy Friday night at 7 p.m. Meanwhile, in basketball, the Timberview Varsity Girls, we've talked a lot about them of late. They continued to assert their dominance in another impressive win, this time against Seguin Tuesday night. The game concluded with a staggering score of 95 to 22, solidifying Timberview's prowess as they averaged an impressive 23 points per quarter. Shifting gears to boys basketball, Mansfield Summit's varsity team is riding high on a nine-game winning streak following their latest triumph over the Joshua Owls Friday night. Final score, 85-53, solidifies their position as the top-ranking team in the 5A Region 1 District 8, posting an undefeated 14-0 and record in league play. If you have a comment about the show, the news, whatever's on your mind locally, the good, the bad, the ugly, you can reach us by voicemail at 817-435-2938. Again, that's 817-435-2938. This coming Saturday, February 17th, is National Random Acts of Kindness Day. This day encourages people to do good deeds and celebrate the pay-it-forward mentality. It also reminds us that doing good things for people for someone, anyone, can have a big impact not only on their day, but also on yours, because being kind to others makes us happier and makes us realize we need to be kinder to ourselves. Studies have shown that when you are kind and helpful to others, your brain is stimulated much in the same way that if you have received that act of kindness, being kind to others releases endorphins, which relax the body, improve your mood, and makes you feel good. So how does one celebrate National Random Acts of Kindness Day? Smile at people you come across in your commute. When you go to the supermarket, buy some extra food and donate it to the food bank. If you come across someone in need of help, such as someone with a flat tire, take some time and give them a hand. Compliment a friend or a colleague on their achievements. Bring some baked goods to share with people at work. Pay for the person behind you at the coffee shop or the drive through or perhaps offer to do some difficult chores for your elderly neighbor. The list goes on and on. In short, just be a nice person. And remember, it's not a good deed if you tell someone about it. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Parenting with purpose, nurturing happy and healthy families. I'm Angel Biasati. We'll talk about it next in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Did you know that 7 million people are turning 65 in the next two years? I'm Beth Steinke, and today on the Mansfield Real Estate Report, we are going to explore life in an over-55 retirement community. In this week's Cocktail of the Week, I'll be talking about a cocktail that is delightful and lets you be a little dirty. Martini, that is. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. This portion of the news was brought to you by the Grandview Event Center in Mansfield. Hey there, it's Luke from Cool Hand Electric. Are you tired of dealing with plugs or lights that just won't cooperate? Well, don't fret. Give us a call. Worried about power outages or surges damaging your precious electronics? We've got you covered. Whether it's a whole house generator or surge protection, our solution-oriented Cool Hands are ready to tailor the perfect option that suits your needs and budget. At Cool Hand Electric, excellence is still cool. Cool Hand, Cool Hand, Cool Hand, where excellence is still 
Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community, and why so many people trust Methodist. Congratulations to Carolee Wilson, who knew that in education, STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. When we all remember the storm that blew through our town back in June that pelted this community with baseball-sized hail. It did a ton of damage around Mansfield, including my own roof. Regular listeners to About Mansfield have heard Paul Duncan's commercials for Trinity Roofing and Construction. And after the storm, I reached out to him, and boy, am I glad that I did. From the first call to Paul to working with the crew leader, the scheduling department, and the entire construction team, and how how it all played out with my insurance company, working with Trinity Roofing and Construction was a breeze. It's easy to see why they are a platinum preferred contractor with Owens Corning with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So if you're thinking on replacing your roof, look no further than Trinity Roofing and Construction. They're a Mansfield-based company, and you can find them on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. Again, that's Trinity Roofing Construction. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice. It's brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find them on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again. Not everyone wins on a Wednesday. So if you're hearing this on Thursday, Friday, whenever, give it a shot. You might be taking home a $25 restaurant gift card. Colleen. Tell me what's on your mind. Well, Steve, in recognition of the Kansas City Chiefs' Super Bowl victory, our question this week is about one of our own Chiefs. There are several chiefs in Mansfield, including Police Chief Tracy Aaron and the Mansfield School District Chief of Police Greg Minter. But let's focus on one more. This week's trivia question is, what is the name of the Mansfield Fire Rescue Chief? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what is the name of the chief of the Mansfield Fire Department? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, I'm Corinne Fiagami, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati has the details on parenting with purpose in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. 
Angel. Parenting is about providing love, guidance, and support to your children as they navigate the world around them. And you play a crucial role in shaping your children's values, beliefs, and behaviors. You lay the foundation for their future success and well-being. Parenting is a journey, and there are a few helpful tips for success. One, foster open communication and create a safe and supportive environment where your children feel comfortable expressing their thoughts, feelings, and concerns. Listen actively, validate their emotions, and encourage open dialogue. Two, set clear boundaries and establish clear and consistent rules and expectations for behavior, emphasizing respect, responsibility, and accountability. Be firm, yet fair in enforcing boundaries, and model positive behavior yourself. Three, lead by example. Children learn by watching and imitating their parents, so strive to be a positive role model in all aspects of life. Demonstrate kindness, empathy, resilience, and integrity in your actions and interactions. Four, prioritize quality time. Make time meaningful for your children and share experiences as a family, whether it's family dinners, game nights, outdoor adventures, or simply moments of togetherness. Prioritize quality time to strengthen bonds and create lasting memories. Five, practice positive discipline. Discipline is about teaching and guiding children toward responsible behavior rather than simply punishing them for mistakes. Use positive reinforcement, constructive feedback, and logical consequences to encourage learning and growing. Six, encourage independence. Support your children's autonomy and independence by allowing them to make age-appropriate decisions, solve problems, and take on responsibilities. Foster a sense of confidence and self-confidence as they navigate life's challenges. Seven, practice self-care. Remember, taking care of yourself is essential for effective parenting. Prioritize your physical, emotional, and well-being by practicing self-care, seeking support when needed, and maintaining a healthy work-life balance. Parenting is a journey filled with ups and downs, twists and turns, but with love, patience, and dedication, you can navigate its challenges and celebrate its joys. By embracing your role as a parent with purpose and intention, You can nurture happy, healthy families and raise resilient, compassionate children who are ready to thrive in the world. I'm Angel Biasati reporting for About Mansfield Podcast. Realtor Beth Steinke is here with information on over 55 communities in the Mansfield real estate market update. Beth? I know you're going to be shocked since we look so young and bring the energy every week, but Roger and I both turn 55 very soon. We were chatting about it and kind of laughed when we realized that we would now be eligible for easy living in an active adult community. But there are many mature Americans who are nearing or 
are in the post-retirement years. They want to travel. They don't want the ongoing maintenance of a huge house and yard. So let's talk about what life is like on the inside of an over 55 community. These neighborhoods can offer a variety of homes, types, and styles. Everything from attached garden homes, zero lot line, condos, townhomes, or even single-family detached homes. You might find these communities can be a bit pricey, both in terms of the home prices, but also the monthly dues. The good news is that often much is included for the money. Typically, front and backyard maintenance, common area maintenance, cable and internet, and even sometimes your homeowner's insurance pools, pickleball courts, all of those things are expensive to maintain and typically picked up through the HOA dues. One drawback can be the inability for underage visitors. Various restrictions exist through the covenant and restrictions, the HOA, that limit the duration of extended visits by family members and friends who are underage, but there may be exceptions made for full-time caregivers. But this can impact the spontaneity and depth of family interactions within the home and community. Living in an age-restricted community often means adhering to more rules and regulations than in other living situations. These can range from restrictions on exterior home decorations to limitations on parking and pet ownership, potentially clashing with personal freedoms and lifestyle choices. There is nothing a Texan loves more than to be told they can't do something. Of all of the challenges living in an age-restricted community can bring, the social dynamics might be the most surprising. In any community, there will be many personalities to navigate, from those people jockeying for leadership roles to those that love to create drama. Think about the same dynamics that existed in high school. Well, it's those same people, but now with less to lose. You will find that there are plenty of people with lots of time on their hands, too. Time they might spend worrying a bit too much about you and your business, anything from that new car you bought to the lack of spring flowers planted in your front flower bed, or even worse, I suppose. But you may also find your new BFF, someone who is fun to travel with or to go to movies, share a glass of wine or a cup of coffee too. Many of these types of community have clubs and groups with varying interests like cruise clubs and pickleball players and bunko and other card groups. One of my clients recently moved into an over 55 community here in Mansfield, and when they had a recent medical emergency, boy, their neighbors rallied around them, took them under their wings of protection, brought them meals and checked in on them, and made sure that they had everything they needed to heal fast. Yes, these types of communities may have their drawbacks, but having a tribe of people that make a difference in your life is priceless, and maybe I'll see you there in a few years. Now let's get to this week's Mansfield real estate market update. As of February 12th, 2024, there are 137 active and available homes for sale in Mansfield, excluding new construction, with several more coming soon. This is the start of listing season and we will start to see many more houses come on the market. Demand is out there and we expect it to be a very busy year in real estate. Do you have a real estate question I can answer, or is there a topic you'd like me to cover? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message via email to info at aboutmansfield.com. 
For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, you know it's going to be good as Brian Certain focuses on a martini this month in the cocktail of the week. Brian? This week's cocktail of the week is the Dirty Martini. It's a filthy twist on a classic cocktail. The Dirty Martini puts an adventurous spin on the traditional smooth and refined martini. This filthy version of the cocktail amps up the flavor with the addition of olive brine. The salty, pungent olive juice cuts through the botanical gin and makes the drink delightfully funky. The origins of the Dirty Martini are, like most of our classic cocktails, are a little uncertain, but it likely grew to prominence in the 70s and 80s as vodka surpassed gin in martini recipes. The Cosmo and other fruity martinis also reigned during those decades, so the Dirty Martini's briny taste offered a beautiful alternative for seasoned cocktail lovers. While the classic martini is clean and crisp, the Dirty Martini is unapologetically bold and savory. The olive brine provides a welcome, savory unami pop, and just a splash of olive juice makes the drink deliciously dirty. Some credit New York City's Joe's Pier 52 as the birthplace of the modern dirty martini in the 1980s. However, the idea of olive juice in martinis date back to decades earlier. Back in the 20s and 30s, drinks writer Bob Pettigrew recommended adding olive brine to gin martinis for extra flavor. So how did this salty riff on iconic drink become so popular? America's love affair with a martini and its many variations has certainly helped. But the dirty martini also satisfies our cravings for unami flavors. A sip of this drink makes taste buds tingle with its pleasant saltiness. And while a dirty martini rocks traditional martini drinkers to their cores, those looking for a bolder gin or vodka cocktail can't get enough of its savory twist. Amen. So try one the next time you crave a stiff drink with a kick of flavor. But as always, don't worry about taking notes. I'll be giving out the ingredients instructions and posting them on bourbongospel.com. So how do you make the perfect dirty martini? You need two ounces of vodka or gin. You need one half ounce of dry vermouth, a half ounce of olive brine or more to taste, the dirtier the better as far as I'm concerned, and green olives for garnish. If you want to go even dirtier, maybe adorn your green olives with blue cheese. Tools. You'll need a cocktail shaker. You need a strainer. You'll need a chilled cocktail glass. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to fill your shaker with ice. In this one, we're going to be shaking it because it's already going to be a cloudy drink. We're going to just help that and really get the drink nice and cold. You're going to add ice to your cocktail shaker until it's heaping full. The extra dilution is needed for the salty olive brine. Then you're going to add your gin, vodka, and vermouth. Pour in your preferred gin or vodka. Pour in the vermouth. And then put in the olive brine. Start with around a half ounce of olive brine from your jar of olives. You can certainly buy olive brine in itself. I put in a little bit more, but again, the dirtier the better for my flavors. Then shake vigorously. By vigorously, I mean wait until your hand is so cold from the ice shaking in the shaker tin that it hurts. That's how long is good enough. And then strain into a chilled glass. And I always double strain to get out some of the pieces of the olives that were in there. And then I garnished with an olive. Again, I love a blue cheese stuffed olive. Then you can add more olive brine if desired. Again, I tend to go a little brinier. So sample your martini. If you want more funk, splash in more of your olive juice, but again, make it to your liking. 
This drink is ice cold with a savory kick. The Dirty Martini is a bold new twist on a classic drink. Play with different gins and vodkas and olive juice ratios until you craft your version of a dirty, filthy martini. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at brian at bourbongospel.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. We're back in 60 seconds with Steve's interview with local restaurateurs Gerard Lemons and Ray Pryor. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and are you ready to make your voice heard? Want to bring out your ideas to life through captivating conversations and engaging visuals? Look no further than Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio, your one-stop destination for award-winning audio and video podcast recording. Equipped with cutting-edge microphones, crystal-clear audio recording, and high-definition cameras, we're here to turn your ideas into engrossing content. But it's not just about the equipment. We're dedicated to bringing out the best in your content. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, We're here to elevate your podcasting game. We'll even help you with intro music, transitions, voiceover, and that professional polish that sets your podcast apart. So whether you're into interviews, storytelling, or simply sharing your expertise, Podcast Mansfield can help bring your podcasting dreams to life. Visit podcastmansfield.com. Podcast Mansfield, where creating your podcast masterpiece has never been easier. Hi, I'm Olympian athlete Jasmine Moore, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk, and we're talking restaurants today. There is a brand new restaurant, and it's up on Matlock Road at 8021 Matlock Road. It's called Kitchen Combine, and with us in the studio today are the owners of Kitchen Combine. Uh, Gerard Lemons and Ray Pryor, welcome to About Mansfield. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. And uh, first of all, uh, who would be the the main owner here? You're both co-owners or? We are. We're Uh, co-owners. Ray tries to say we aren't, but (laughs) we absolutely are. (laughs) It's family. It's family. This is my my father-in-law. So whatever. Whatever I have is his, and vice versa. And vice versa. Yes, sir. All right. Then, uh, uh, Ray, let's go ahead and start with you then. What What is your background in, in restaurants? Um, not much besides of uh, what my family gets us into. Um, we I had no experience um, even really personally cooking a whole lot. Or I um, always enjoyed restaurants. Um, my wife and I love going out to eat, so we're, we're avid consumers, but uh, – our experience running a restaurant industry is very new until we started um, a restaurant last year. Um, my background is in education, nonprofits, and in finance, and so I've uh, bring very different skill set than than our chefs do in the kitchen to to what we do. Education, nonprofits, yeah, nonprofits, and then um, finance too. And finance, yeah. Gerard, what is your background in restaurants? Um, we're pretty, we're pretty much the same. Uh, Ray and I, we kind of started a previous restaurant endeavor at the very same time, mm-hmm. uh, last year. And, um, and, uh, so our restaurant experience is relatively, uh, new. Wow. Uh, my background, uh, unlike Ray, it's not in, in restaurant. I love to cook, but yeah, home and in restaurants, are, they're two very different things. My background, I'm a retired Dallas police officer. Ah, thank you and, for your service. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. I was happy to serve. So I, uh, I was, uh, 
So after that, we started a few other businesses and decided we weren't done yet. And <laughs> here we are. <laughs> the concept behind Kitchen Combine, though, doesn't matter that you don't know how to cook or that you, Ray, or I'm sorry, Gerard, that you love to cook, but you're not the cooks. Yeah, not anymore. The, yeah. It, yeah. So, so talk about the concept of, of Kitchen Combine. Yeah. It was really born out of a very hard time for us. Um, I, I think maybe we laugh a little bit more about it now, but it was a very rough time. We started a restaurant um, and for a variety of reasons, um, things didn't weren't what we expected, weren't what we thought. Um, and the folks that we were partnering with, uh, the partnership just didn't end up being sustainable for the long term. And so we jumped into this business excited with a lot of energy and um, and I think we're humbled very, very quickly mm. about how hard restaurants are. And keep in mind, we, you know, we've done a lot of different types of businesses, including businesses that are nasty and gross and and filthy things that nobody wants to do. I don't think anything was as hard for us as launching a restaurant. Yeah, and so that's really the 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 crux of where we kind of piece together this concept is we want to pay a huge homage to the people who do this every day because it's very, very hard. Before we get into the concept then of, of Kitchen Combine, let's go yeah. back to that first restaurant. Yeah. What what were some of the some of the life lessons you learned from restaurant number one? Yeah. And, and and would the the television team of Kitchen Nightmares be visi- visiting your, your, <laughs> your old restaurant? Yeah. Uh, what what was, what okay Gerard well uh, I, I mean how long you got you That's it. nightmares we got, <laughs> we got all day yeah well I tell you um um for starters like Ray said it was just the restaurant space is a very challenging space mm. just in and of itself it has its own challenges just by way of just being there and doing that business um Coupled with um, the, just the challenge of work-life balance, and you're there all the time. Um, but those things we were already locked in. We knew that that was a part of it. Uh, it would the the challenges, and I and I choose my words. I tried to. Uh, there were challenges with uh, we were a franchise, okay, and um, there were challenges with uh, uh, our vision and the franchisor's vision, and um, we just weren't always on the same page. And uh, so there were um, just some some difficulties that um, we we found to um, be so much so that we thought it'd be best that we mutually uh, part ways, part ways. Absolutely. (laughs) And so I I say all those things very cautiously, but all the same, we 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 have. just along the way, we we were as we went through all of the processes of um, local re, uh, uh, restaurant location and the construction portions and build out and permitting and all of those all of those phases that you would think we would have assistance with, we did not, right. and mm-hmm. we um, we learned very quickly that we were out here on our own. And we were we were very much financially invested uh, to the point to where there was no turning back. We yeah. had to keep going. Yeah. And so we um, through those challenges and, and obviously we kept going. We finished it. We developed great relationships along the way. Um, and 
all of those challenges and all that came with that, um, uh, little did we know that would come in handy uh, right now. How long did the franchise restaurant that you owned, how long were you in business with, with that? I think I counted it was less than 60 days, I think. Less open. than 60 days? Maybe a few months of total being open. But wow. It And, yeah, it was – it was sudden too, because because to everybody on the outside, it looked like we were doing well, which I think by some metrics we were. Yeah. Um, but as we joke about now, restaurant days are like dog days. <laughs> like you, it does not take long to have some wear and tear and some scars. Sixty days sounded like five years to you. Felt it, or felt like five years. It has felt like that. Yeah, wow. Sure. Um, but it so. was that quick that you realized this is not working for us. Let's pivot and create something new. Probably before that, yeah, we okay. just we just tried to make it work. But yes, yeah. yes, and so um, and and that's kind of the beginning of the birth of this concept, uh, idea, and endeavor. And and I, and and Ray speaks very eloquently about um, um, the transition because and I and I say this with 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 gratitude that he really as as I'm in there and I'm in the fight trying to make this thing work. He's already thinking about ways that we need to pivot because he he mentioned that he's a finance guy. So he right. understands like he was looking at this thing very long term and how do we really wanna uh utilize our our efforts and our minutes and our resources. Right. And he he really he sat me down one day and we had a really tough talk and he just kind of said, Hey, we really need to really look at this. And I'll let him kind of tell where things went from there. But it was uh, – Ray, the mic is yours. Yeah, we we looked at the numbers every day, Um, not just revenue, um, which is – really doesn't even tell half the story for a restaurant. Restaurants always look like they have a lot of revenue. Or even when the line is out the door, it doesn't really tell the story of how the business is doing inside. And there's just so many things, some we knew, some we didn't know, that restaurants pay for and that, that we needed to do. Um, and when we found out that we wanted to part ways, we, we thought about, do we try to come up with our own menu, our own brand and and do this the way, kind of the tried and true restaurant way, or do we think of something else? And it's not just that we, and we, we can dive more into how we, how in our brief period, we really studied the restaurant industry, the food space. Um, but, um, so many other things were happening for us during that time that made kitchen combine, Something that I, I can see now why we we were able to to create it. Mr. Lemons has so many other businesses that he manages um, with his time. Um, Are my, you a shark? Does <laughs> that, that make it you own several businesses and people come to you and say, "Hey, I want you to invest in, you, uh, well, in my business"? I think we can make a great. I think we should call him about it. We'll give you. Uh, uh, I want ten percent of your business. At uh, you know. all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, it's, no, I think that's that is that's pretty funny. Um, but I mean, we had so many other things going on in addition to the restaurant. Um, I became a dad. Our baby is <laughs> baby was born all around the time our restaurant was born too, mm-hmm. and, and and he became a granddad. And so, diving back into running our own restaurant was something that we we knew we could do, but that we were hesitant to do unless we could find a different way. And what we saw was that there are so many other concepts in the food industry um, that we admired and that we looked up to and that we wanted to explore one day. 
first of them being um, ghost kitchens, which really took off during the pandemic. Define ghost kitchen. Yeah. And so a ghost kitchen now, and, and there's there's several around the DFW area, um, normally they're, they're not all that different than spaces like what we're in. They're renovated warehouses mm-hmm. that have... They've kind of partitioned the entire space to have smaller kitchens. And so in one location, you have 30 restaurants that are that are doing takeout and delivery orders from that one space. Gotcha. And so it allows restaurant owners to, if they want to either open their first location or they want to expand to a second location, they don't need to have a full building and, and all the things that come with that. They can kind of rent out a ghost kitchen space and take advantage of... Um, some of the efficiencies and services that Ghost Kitchens offer. Is this, I, I guess, maybe on a slightly larger scale, what Trinity Groves is doing in Dallas? A bit with- a bit different than that. Yeah, Trinity Groves is a bit more of a um, an, an incubator concept, and, and all of the restaurants they have there are kind of full-blown restaurants that you can walk in and experience. Ghost Kitchens is, is similar, but I think on a more micro scale. Right. Where yeah. where you said it's it's delivery or takeout um, yeah, primarily. But your concept with Kitchen Combine, who came up with the concept of a different chef every month? Ray did. Ray did. Well, I don't I don't know if I did, but I uh... <laughs> Ray was able to 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 kind of the he mined out everybody's vision and he made it actually uh, vis- we could see it, and yeah. he 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 articulated it in a way that kind of brought all of our 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 struggles to life, and say, hey, what? Um, how do we become what we needed? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not. The, the, what I find interesting is is it's not just a Thai restaurant. It's not just an Italian restaurant. It right. is not just a a pizza joint. It's a restaurant, right. and and month to month, you don't know what that restaurant is going to be. You don't, right. you can't put the blinders on and say this is a da 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 restaurant. Exactly, it's just a restaurant. Exactly, and and then it's very new. I and we've struggled to find something like it. There are there are other concepts similar to it, but that means from a marketing standpoint, our Strategy is very different. And then mm-hmm. we tried the conventional strategy. We tried – we had a huge first month. Our first month was was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And now our trick that we even noticed after in, – in the weeks after that was bringing folks back and, and, and getting recurring revenue and building lifetime value amongst a small loyal base of customers who could come. And that's extremely hard to do. And, and so part of why we were excited about every chef uh, – having a new chef every month was uh, – because we knew we could get people excited about something new every yeah. single month. Uh, we basically have a grand opening every 30 days. And <laughs> and so That's... we want to bring all of that traffic to these chefs in a short period of time. And really it was inspired by the stay fair. That was always our dream. It mm-hmm. might still be, I think, still kind of our dream, maybe one day, to be a vendor at the stay fair. That those folks are able to hit numbers that most other restaurant folks don't see in a year oh, within, yeah. I think it's 20-something yeah. days or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're printing money out there. Exactly. Uh, the the uh, corny dogs exactly. have, have... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and who would... Corny dogs. Uh, and they're... Okay. Stacks of dollar bills. Yes. The uh, Talk about your first month. January was your first month? Yeah, it was the first month. First yeah. month. You, uh, who was your chef? Yeah. Um, chef was... Uh, her business name is Edie's Delish, um, and and chef is Constance Pullum, who we owe the world to for yeah. for not only 
not only believing in herself enough, which we knew we believed in her, but believing in us and trusting us to do this weird restaurant concept where it's every 30 days and you don't need to worry about sourcing equipment, but, and then we'll handle all the technology and the marketing. Um, and, and so she, she kicked us off in a big way. Um, her specialties are, um, her best is her soul food Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also has some specialty egg rolls and tacos that she experimented with, with us that did really, really well. Is this concept then the kind of the launching pad for the chef that maybe, all right, you've done your 30 days. Now go out and fly and start your own restaurant. That's, that's the whole entire idea of this. Like you said, we wanted to create an opportunity that we wish we would have had. Um, and, and so during our 30 days, yes, you know, our chefs get to um, experience hope, what we hope will become a version of the state fair where they get to generate a huge amount of buzz and revenue in a short period of time. But our day 31 program after they, they graduate from us is all about connecting them to the realtors, to the uh, construction and general contractors to the accountants and attorneys to the food suppliers to whoever they need to launch their own restaurant. Oh, that's awesome! So that's that you're idea. you're not just saying, okay, day thirty one, go fly. You're no. off on your own. No. You're you're taking this to the next step, and that's as as mentors or or even consultants. That's, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Talk about uh, we're now in February. Uh, who's who's the chef and what are they doing? Yeah. Well, February chef, we actually have two shifts this month. Our right. first chef is uh, Chef Carl Harris, uh, and, and he is uh, the name of his biz, his uh, restaurant is uh, Cravings. And so he's a brunch. Uh, well, he's a, he's a chef, but he's doing brunch uh, in our space this month. Um, so we didn't um, – he, he's open from 7 to 3, and we didn't want to necessarily close down and neglect our evening support uh you know, we have a lot of folks who come in and eat and dine with us in the evening. So we wanted to make sure that we could accommodate them as well. So uh, we have another chef. His name is Bruce, Bruce Strain. And his uh, business, his, his restaurant is um, Munchie's Slider Bar. And so he has uh, sliders and wings, specialty sliders, kind of like Chipotle, but for sliders where you can you order you you basically uh, what is it you mix and match yeah yeah mix okay. and match yeah, yeah, yeah you can just kind of put it together how you want it and he's got a lot of different types of sliders from uh, impossible burger sliders to uh, uh, lamb uh, Ooh, catfish nice. sliders traditional uh, beef sliders I mean you you name it he's got a whole lot of it going on yeah. and obviously Carl uh, he's a fantastic chef who offers a variety of di- uh, of dishes for brunch and uh, it's a it's a very 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 nice plated um, dish, a set of dishes. So, uh, two fantastic chefs, one for one 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 little space, and uh, they're doing great, great, great things. How is the transition from the morning to the afternoon? One chef is leaving, the new one's coming in, and the prep work is 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 different than the kitchen help. I, I was the kitchen help's different. Yeah. How is or is it easy? To make that transition from a morning chef to an evening chef, it is not. No. It's not easy. <laughs> it is the opposite of easy. It is a. Uh, it is a. Uh, if you could just bottle uh, chaos up into a sixty-minute little segment, because one closes at three, the other opens at four. One's got to clean up so the other can take over, and it is just. But you know they do well by man. They, I mean, everybody works well together. They one's kind of cleaning up as he's heading out. Now Sunday was a challenge, though. I, I will say this because okay. Sunday was um, 
uh, very busy. It was, it was Sunday, it was brunch, people and people coming from church. And, and so uh, uh, Carl had several orders that were still you know, wow. being being uh, uh, delivered as Bruce is trying to come in, so it mm. was it, it was it was a great problem. <laughs> yeah. Those are good yeah. problems. It was, to have. it was a good yeah. problem. Yes, the the chefs come in and and you let them do their thing. Yep. Yep. Let's the front of house. You have servers, and are those your servers or are they the chefs' servers? Do they bring in their own staff? Front of house is all us. That's all um, you. And and staffing is one of the biggest challenges that chefs have. Let me guess. Finding the right, right team. Good help is hard to find. <laughs> it is. I it keep is. hearing that in the restaurant business. Yeah. I, uh, good. It yeah. is. And and we found a superstar team uh, who who's been with us for a while. Uh, who make sure that every single person who walks in, regardless who the chef is, gets five star service. And we want. We want it to be that way so that our chefs can focus on what they do best right. and making sure them and their sous chefs are, are training in the back as they need to. Yeah. We talked about January. We talked about February. Can you give us a maybe sneak peek as to what's coming up? March, April, May? Yeah, I'll give you some teasers. Okay. Got, I'll give you some cuisines that, okay. that we're excited to have. Um, Cajun is coming very, oh, very soon. Love um, Cajun. A lot of Asian fusions are coming mm. very soon. Uh, and we've got more than enough amazing barbecue options. Um, and so we, yeah. we know that barbecue is going to do really well, particularly here uh, in this area. And um, we've even got a few folks who we're talking to about um, plant-based and vegan concepts, too, which we're, we're interested in, we're okay. open to. Uh, we know that there's a lot of buzz around that and, and, and want to see how, how it might work in our space. And so we haven't officially announced folks yet, yeah. uh, but... We'll have something for you. Those very, are some of the cuisines. Yeah. Yeah. Are you actively going out into the community looking for chefs or are chefs coming to you saying, hey, I heard about your place. I want my 30 days. Yeah, it's both all the time. Yeah. Um, every single week we are hitting at least a few food truck parks or, or events where food vendors are, are being hosted. And what's been really exciting and overwhelming is that folks can get nominated for Kitchen Combat on our website. And we've got... I don't know, maybe almost 100 people who different people, including our own customers, have said, hey, I know somebody who I've eaten their food or I've had them. They used to do my catering or they used to be a private chef that I used to have, and they would be perfect for this. And so we're doing tours with a handful of chefs um, a few times a month mm. and trying to figure out who to select. So it, like, similar to the, the three to four, it's a good problem. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's one that we that we want to get right and, and and make sure that we find the right people at the right time. In the the couple of minutes that we have left, uh, I'm just going to open up the mic to you for whether it's shout outs or thanks or or if you want to take a second to say what's on your mind in terms of um, uh, thanks again or shout outs. Yeah. Uh, Gerard, let's start with you. Yeah. Well, I'd like to start by just shouting out my family and just yeah. saying thank you. Ray mentioned that this is a family endeavor, and, and uh, we all lock in together. And uh, everything we do, we do as a group. And um, it, it it has taken every single one of us to make everything happen that 
that we've been involved in. So I would like to shout them out for starters. Um, in addition to all of the folks of Mansfield who have really rallied around us, they yes. they have really shown up. Um, this is a, a really unique place, and we value. This this city, I almost said town, but nah. it, it feels like a town. I, I'm from a small town, so yeah. it it has that same small town feel and support. So I like to thank the the folks of Mansfield for uh, and Arlington for uh, mm-hmm. really coming to um, to support us. Yeah. Um, it, it's been it's it's made the difference. Now your restaurant is technically in Arlington, right. but you are like a hundred yards less <laughs> less from yeah, Mansfield. Correct. It, that you're literally within walking distance of, of Mansfield. So Ray, uh, any, any closing words? Yeah. Second shout out to the family. Um, there are so many hands that need to be in the pot in order to make this work. Uh, and, and so I think we're both really grateful to have, this wouldn't work if we didn't have the team that we had, and we're fortunate we didn't need to go find them or didn't mm-hmm. need to go recruit them. Yeah, we already had it. Um, and and you're right that we are we're in North North Mansfield by a few feet, <laughs> but man, as Mansfield adopted us as if we were born and raised here. I mean, and and, and without them, without the Mansfield Business Alliance, with without the mayor support, there there's so many folks who have poured into us. So early on in our journey of being here, mm-hmm. um, that that we are so honored and grateful that this is the the place where we're launching this. Let's get into the contact information. How can people find Kitchen Combine? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find us at eighty twenty one Matlock Road <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in Arlington, technically Arlington, um, at the corner of Matlock and Turner Warnell. Turner Warnell. Yeah. Okay. We're a little little ways away from Summit High School. Mm-hmm. Um, um, KitchenCombine.com has basically everything that has our email address, our social media, where you can see the chefs that we have. You can also see all the chef nominees. You can nominate folks, set, schedule a tour. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the, the website is the best place for us to, to for us for us to keep up with what we're doing. And then any chefs who are interested, you can schedule a tour there or you can send us an email as well. And we'd love to meet you at info at KitchenCombine.com. What a great concept. A different chef. And I love that line that's it's a grand opening every 30 days. That is outstanding. Kitchen Combine 8021 Matlock Road. You can find them on the internet at kitchencombine.com or by email info at kitchencombine.com. Gerard Lemons, Ray Pryor, best of luck to you. And uh, I look forward to eating in your restaurant soon. And Thanks for being on About Mansfield. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, we will talk with our good friend, Sarah Zink. She's been on the show before, and we will talk about her life living in Panama. That's right. She's an expat. In the meantime, this is the place where you will hear the latest Mansfield news, talk, and information. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love this episode if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com. Enter your email address right there on the homepage. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel B. Asadi. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cultural Arts Calendar, Tim Roberts. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. 
post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo and Andrew Miner. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is <sighs> prohibited. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this... Is about Mansfield. <laughs>